Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. He was really hurt. This wasn't a, hey, I don't know. Regular season game, out. Out. No, don't even. And you're not even considering and you're not even, playing this week. And he's week. probably lobbying to come back in that game, right? Of but, course. But you're going, no. Right. No, no, but no, that's no. What the, that's what the exceptional, extraordinary and, player and does. He was, he was really hurt and gutted it out. And I know he's going to do everything possible. You're going to have to pry him out of this game on Sunday. Yeah, you are, man. No, no chance. And, and you know, I had even somebody suggest to me yesterday. They said, you know what they should do? Just start Chad Henney and run the ball on every play. I go, Andy can't do that. Come on now. <laughs> so it's like blatantly obvious. Like, they're going to start running the ball. As soon as they stop running the ball, they'll put Mahomes in. Right. Yeah. Like, I, even with Mahomes in the game, and he is going to play, even with him in the game, they're not going to change that game plan and start running the football. Right. Andy can't help himself. I know. I know. I, right? tr- I, tr- I try slip in some run plays, but no, I know. I should know better by now. Do you think, do you think they're going to start this game and run the football? Like a player or two, maybe. 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 But then they're going to get away from Or they're going to throw fast. the ball down the field and play one. I don't know. They're either going to start the game running the football or, or mom's going to throw it like 50 times. Right. I don't know. One either or the one. other. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> First play of the game up over yeah. the top for a touchdown yeah. from Mahomes to yeah. who? Juju. Let's call Juju Smith-Schuster over the top touchdown. 75 yards well, to start the game. he's underneath, so it's kind of hard. But Well, it's slant route. He takes to, it again. Take goes. a shot to MVS. I don't yeah, know. somebody. Get him, get him free, uncontested, yeah. down the field. It, warm-ups are going to be so interesting to see. I can't wait to see that because I, I've described it before, but Mahomes goes through a very specific pregame routine. I don't want to say it's to the point of superstitious or anything. He just has a routine that he does before the game. It's just a little stitious. Okay. And he does the same thing every game. He comes out. He sits on the bench for a while with everybody. He gets up. He walks goalpost to goalpost. Well, that's gonna be tough. And then he kind of at the at the at the one end of the field, he'll he'll kneel behind the goalpost, take a moment, and then he walks back down to the other end, and then he starts throwing with uh, one of the coaches. And it's like it's like a very methodical thing that the other players come out, and then they then they do a little bit of team drill. It, but he does the same thing every game. It's, do you think he even comes out for pregame warmups? It's the same thing every game, and I'm curious to see if that's going to change this week. If he has to come test the ankle or he does all that, you know, behind the scenes or something beforehand and he comes out and still does his normal routine. So I'll be watching for that on Sunday. You can hear our, our, our pregame coverage uh, beginning at uh, at two o'clock on 106.5 The Wolf. But he goes through the same exact routine every game. And I'm curious to see if he deviates from that this week. <laughs> I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ankle watch. 2023 on Besco in the morning. Does he do his pregame stuff in the in the practice facility this week? Being a late game, <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. In an indoor facility where nobody can see him, how much is going to occur down there before they go up to the stadium? I don't know. The golf cart him up or something. We see we get the video of him like being golf carted right. up after doing his own. A closed door workout. Yeah, so I mean that, I that's a, that's a storyline yeah. right there, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes worked out before the game yeah. in the practice facility, yeah. so nobody could see. That's what I would do. Yeah, 
I would bring I, some more. Because let's say worst case scenario, he's it's bad, right? And Sunday comes and he's still dragging that leg or whatever the case may be. Don't you want to have the ability to do all of that in private? I mean, this is the reason why you get home field advantage, to have the opportunity to get a little bit of an advantage. And I think the advantage for the Chiefs is I would not allow him to go out there on that field in pregame warmups and do anything that the Bengals could see at all. Because no, see, you know, I, would, I would have him do everything he normally does. You would. Mm. What if, if he goes, can't, though? If he goes through the pregame stuff and he's fine, like, or like, yeah, you do behind the, the behind closed doors early down mm-hmm. away from everybody. He goes through all that, and then you go out and you, you have him do the normal stuff, and he doesn't, doesn't, you don't see him sweat. You know what I mean? Like, could be. Yeah. You do the exact same thing you've always done. Mm-hmm. And you keep him guessing. And you keep, keep him, him guessing. guessing. Yeah. I mean, which would be tough to do if it hide, if it's, if it's bad and if, if it's, not 100%, right. what have you. So, like, how's he going to? I don't want him to put any extra anything on that leg, right? So, I don't need him to go from goalpost to goalpost. I don't need yeah. to see that. Well, I mean, that, I'm saying that's. Yeah. Well, sorry, sir. Your routine's not that's happening. Your, today. That's your We'll drive that's, you from goalpost to goalpost. That's your routine. Goalpost. Like, Wade Boggs <laughs> takes a night off from eating a chicken. You know, what happens? Right. You know? He doesn't get any hits. He goes over yeah. four. You right. know, I mean, I'm just saying he has a very specific warm up routine. I know. I'm curious to see if that changes. Yeah. yeah I so. think it has to change this week. I wouldn't do anything in front of anybody because, you know, the cameras are ready for Here was Mahomes' pregame warm up. Now they can say, Mahomes did all his pregame warm-up behind closed doors at the practice facility. Nobody knows what to expect. And then he comes running out. Uh, so we had an interesting afternoon at the uh, at the Klingler household yesterday. Um, school, it's probably, it's a little, it's a little after three o'clock. School, school's out. Um, my wife happened to be home at the moment. She was, she's on her, she's still working. She's following whatever. And, and, our, and our daughter comes in. She comes bouncing in the house. Okay. Or I shouldn't say. I, I was going to not reveal which one. We have twins. Okay, mm-hmm. we have twins. A boy and a girl. We, I, I don't think there was any. I mean, I'm, once you hear the story, you'll yeah. be like, you'll yeah. But I, I was going to protect their identities. All right. So say, <clears throat> let's rewind. <laughs> so it's after school. We have twins. We judge them each on their own. They are they are terrifically very different personalities. Right. They have some twin tendencies, but they are their own. They are their own beasts, and it's awesome. So, one of the children <laughs> bounces in the door from school. Hey, I got something to tell you guys. Yeah, what's up? Well, I made the honor roll. Hey, like, all hey right. that's great. That's great. Yeah. Like, then they said, not just the honor roll. I didn't make the regular honor roll. I made the principal's honor roll. Wow! Like, oh, all right, Sweet. way to go. Good job. She's looking for a check. He, uh, this this child, unnamed child. Oh, sorry. I'm not really, we're having really sexes unnamed. here. <laughs> Is this child looking this for child. a check? A check for... Well, I mean, you made the principal's honor roll. Yeah. Don't you get like 50 bucks well, for that or something? Yeah. Right? Like, hey. I mean, you got to take a gas or something. Hey, pop. Say, uh, do you know, yeah. fill my tank. Right yeah. now, it's about tanks of gas. So, yeah, it's usually that. So, like, hey, great. Good job. And then also, and I got this in the mail today. And it was it was a uh, a letter from a college this child is interested in. For said vocation, I am so excited. I got this, and I got. I'm the principal. Great. What college go, was it? Do go, you want to reveal that? It was Mizzou. Uh, sweet. <laughs> I know Bob, Bob's like, uh, well, <sighs> okay. Continue. One wants to be a vet, so Mizzou, K State, yeah, Iowa State. There's 
some of the Midwest ones, and then there's some outer ones. But my kids revealed to me yesterday they want to be a marine biologist. So I was going to tweet to Jason Alexander yeah, to find out what that been takes. Watching, <laughs> they've been watching Seinfeld with you been, yes. in the afternoons. So very, very excited. Like, hey, great. Um, so this whole packet of stuff comes from Mizzou about the vet program and. Wait, they're sophomores, right? Yeah, yeah, that's time now. So, yeah. so looking at this whole thing and very exciting going through and uh, here's what you got to do and here's what do we think I did? Great discussion about you know life and future and mm-hmm. awesome. Here's what the columns can do for you. So, got got that child. I won't even say child one or child just child A and child B, whatever. So that there's that child. In the midst of this, at the tail end of this, suddenly my my phone rings and it's a it's a it's a FaceTime. From the other child who says, hey, dad, my friends and I have made a tremendous investment. Okay. Bitcoin? Okay. All right. What's what's going on? Chiefs tickets? He's like, I'm I'm sorry. This child says, I'm really proud of this. I'm really proud of this great investment. Like, what is it? Like, well, we're at Wendy's. We got the Junior Frosty promotion. Do you know you can pay two bucks and get free Frosties for the rest of the year? Are you kidding me? Really? That's a great idea. It is it, a great it, idea. Wait, so $2 money. gets you free Frosties it, for the rest of the year? It is a great idea. I said, and we're just fresh off this discussion about the one that's on the president or the uh, principal's honor roll. It was like, I got this great investment. Couldn't have been prouder. That they're getting free frosties for the rest of the Wait, year. Just two like dollars. How do you do? Is that available at all? Wendy's? Is yeah, this like yeah. a hack or you something? You get like a little key tag thing at at, at Wendy's, uh-huh. and you can get uh, free Junior Frosties the rest of the year. Do you have to buy something I to think get you the might frosty? Have to make a purchase yeah. To get the frosty. Well, so okay, but yeah. they because they're they're smart with this investment. They claim you don't have to do that. Right. Uh, my well, my friend already went in there. You didn't have to buy anything. You just got a free great. Free frosty. Yeah. I, I, how many times have you heard the my and friend so, has done this and it's not even yeah, close yeah, to being so, near? It. So there's a FaceTime that that is this, yeah. all within like a 15 minute span, and I'm like, so. Uh, <laughs> We hang up the phone on the FaceTime, and I looked at my wife. I said, you just realize what just happened here, right? <laughs> These are the twins. Right. One is excited about really cool stuff, uh-huh. and the other got, like, college applications. <laughs> yes. One's got practical use of what have you, and the other is about, and I don't even have to tell you which one's the male and which one's the female. No. Because it is plain as day. Right. Congratulations to your son for getting ready to go to Mizzou, though. That's really good. That would be incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Quite honestly, at this stage of the game, I think it's more valuable to get that frosty deal. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Yeah. I've already had the conversation. I've already had the conversation with the daughter. And just said about frosties? Just said, look. This is how it's going to go down. And I hate to break it to you. He's going to be more successful. You're you. going to study your ass off. <laughs> You're going to go to school. You're going to be tremendously successful. You're probably going to own your own business. And dumbass over here is just going to trip into something and be uber successful. That's right. And he's going to outmake you, and you can't let it bog you down. <laughs> you just can't let it. He's going to be just fine. Right. He's going to be just fine. And he's going he's gonna to fall into something, and you're just going to have to live with it. And that's just how it's going to go down. And I thought this was the example right, right there. That is fantastic. So... Hey, man. $2 Junior Frosty promotion. Sounds like a great deal, Wendy's. Let me tell you something. I'm in on that. In in all All honesty, right? In all honesty, you only have 18 years to truly be a kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
your your son's enjoying it. Let let him be a kid, yeah. man. Yeah, he's, Just he's, let him he's enjoy. Definitely it. Like, kid. Your daughter stressing over which vet yeah, school no, she I, wants to go to, making the principal's we, honor we, roll, we, and your son is like, "Hey, I got Frosties <laughs> for a year for two bucks." Yes. Yeah, I mean, living the life. Man. I mean, there's something to be said yeah, for that. There, there really is. is. There had, really we've had, is. We've had talks about with her, like, okay, sometimes you need to like back off a little bit. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just, just slow down. Don't get ahead of yourself. Just slow down. It'll be fine. You're going to do great. It's going to be fine. So just chill a little bit. Yeah. And he could give two flips about right. anything that's happening. Like, eh, whatever. Where are my shoes, man? Yeah. Did anybody see my shoes? Can you door dash me some tacos? Like, I, I, I appreciate that, man. We try to make these kids grow up so fast. Like, your daughter's a sophomore. Your son's a sophomore in high school. And they're already looking at college stuff. And, and I've shared this story, I, I think, on the air. A friend of mine has twin daughters as well. One goes to Emporia. One goes to KU. One is... In, in living in the scholarship, all the others is hanging out and having fun, right? And the one that goes to KU said to me, she goes, yeah, I, I don't understand the investment of college anymore. She goes, unless you truly know what you want to do, you can't just go to college anymore and try to figure things out because of the cost. It's so expensive. And at the end of the day, it's a scam. It's not worth it. Like a college education right now, unless you're going to be a vet or a lawyer or a doctor or something, why are you going to pay 30 grand a year, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and she goes, it's expensive so, life experience, right? It, it, it can be, it can be. So if yeah. you know what you want to do, that's great. She goes, but you're asking 16 year old kids to decide what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And what you want to do at 16 may not be what you want to do at no. 26 no. or 36 or 46. And so quite honestly, great. It's great that your daughter has this and she knows that she wants to be a vet. But if your son can get two dollars for Frosty for life, I, <laughs> yeah, mean, I mean, he's set. He's yeah. He's exactly one for him. Exactly. Exactly where he wants to be. <laughs> Because, I mean, even Dave Ramsey, I think, yeah. will tell you, college, yeah. that's a, not a great investment. I mean, yeah. education. I saw a story yesterday that 300,000 teachers have left teaching since the pandemic, and there's more to go. Like, every week at board meetings all across the city, teachers are resigning in mass. Well, you're not backfilling because you're paying $100,000 to go to college to come out and make thirty grand a year. On, on what planet it's – I talked to somebody the other day who said their brother just turned 50, Josh, and fi- finally paid off all his student loans at 50. Who wants to be saddled with that, to go to college and get a liberal or arts degree? Nah. Go go do HVAC, man. Make 100K coming out. Go, go to Centric. Do the IT stuff. Make a big check coming out. You go to college to be a teacher now, and you're investing $100,000 to make 30 grand and get no respect? Yeah, yeah look at us. We still haven't turned right. the corner. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, college was a terrible idea. For us, no <laughs> yeah, doubt. Yeah. It was it was fun. I loved every oh, minute. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. trade it for the world. Yeah. But as an investment, mm-hmm. I know. I don't know. I don't know. And more and more people are starting to think that way. There's a big time NFL controversy that or us uh not controversy, um conspiracy. conspiracy? Sorry, I, got, I lost my word there. Conspiracy that not even Bob and I are buying into. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes, Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Turn down foe, feel like Shaq and not foe. Breaking glass in that backboard like Kobe and Toronto, huh? Drop the 81, yo, I dropped the 88. Ricky Bobby, shake and bake, sleeping on the shit and stayed away. You pick the music on the way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Tag your name, you get the credit. Our buddy Shane out delivering gas. Wanted to uh, hear You Can't Stop Me from one of my favorite artists, my daughter's favorite artist as well, one of her first concerts, Andy Minio. You Can't Stop Me. You Can't Stop Us. Right here on Festival in the Morning. Beginning next Tuesday, we're going to give you a chance to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card for your big game spread three times per day in this segment, 820, 830, 840. We'll have three contestants. Each will have 60 seconds to answer questions about the show's history. So if you know the show, if you listen to the show, the better your chances. One person each day will be registered to win the $500 Hy-Vee gift card. Again, beginning next Tuesday morning at 820. We just passed the uh, 13-year mark on the show. We got a lot of history. So you know some of it, you're going to have a chance to uh, to win. That's right. Hy-Vee, of course, the official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can use that $500 Hy-Vee gift card for a bunch of stuff. Huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, napkins, party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes, cupcakes, everything else you need to throw that big game party. $500 gift card to Hy-Vee will go a long way towards that. We'll begin to give it away next Tuesday. I'll be listening during this segment. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the questions because we came up with, I don't know, close to 100 trivia questions about the show over 13 years. Most of them are pretty easy. Some and, we and, didn't know the answers and to. And weird and silly and great and nonsensical. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, so, it's, it's fantastic. It, hopefully it'll be a lot of fun for yeah. For a $500 Hy-Vee gift card, yes. too, my goodness, best prize we've ever given away. Uh, uh By the way, you see he's getting he's getting interviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jim Bob Cooter. I don't remember which team now. But I thought it was Jacksonville, if I'm not he's mistaken. He's in Jacksonville. Right? No, he's, he's oh, in then Jacksonville. It was, um, he's a passing game coordinator, whatever, but he's getting an OC look somewhere. Yeah, Baltimore, maybe? 
Detroit, not Detroit. They got a they got a guy that's making a head coaching job there. Yeah, well, I can't remember now. I thought it was Jacksonville for whatever reason. He was he's at Jacksonville. Was it currently. Baltimore? Was it Miami? Was it the Jets? I don't know. I tweeted out a cooter yesterday. Yeah, that's I, I, I after remember, after I that. Why would I? Why did I? Want I don't to remember what the team look. was. Yeah. The Buccaneers, actually. Oh, that's right. I knew it was a Florida yeah. team. I couldn't remember their name. So yeah, he's he's currently in Jacksonville. They don't even have a quarterback down there. If I'm Jim Bob Cooter, I'm not taking that job. And he's the going uh, interviewing for the offensive coordinator job, vacated by Byron Leftwich. Mm-hmm. I would ask a hot head coaching candidate just a year ago that now Leftwich is out of a job, right? Now doesn't have, doesn't have a job. Yeah. Weird. Right. I'm stunned, yeah. And then, uh, then Cooter is talking to the Bucks. Uh, Cooter, yeah. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com/slash six ten. You're a big believer, obviously, in uh, conspiracy mm-hmm. and tinfoil hats. I don't know if it's conspiracy or tinfoil hats or just and, truth and what have you. But you're not even buying this one, this are is, you? This is ridiculous. Like, I was, like, almost appalled by reading some of this stuff. What was your reaction when you saw it? We were like, what? Yeah, I'm like, no. It, it, one, it better not be. Right. And two, no, it's not. Right, it's not. But there are people who believe this is this was the case. Right. That the NFL used a body double of DeMar Hamlin up in that suite last week in Buffalo, mm-hmm. that the NFL would go to that length to have Demar Hamlin feel good story of all feel good stories, being able to show up for the game right last week, and they would use a a a a body double. That's right. People actually believe this that his face was too hidden. Well, that he did have his face covered the whole time. Yes, and. N- People believe it might not have been him. Right. Or that he's passed. Mm-hmm. Even worse. Even worse. People yeah. believe that they not only would bring a body double, but they brought a body double because he's 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 passed. He's passed. No. 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 They're they're let's go. Come on now. And so he tweeted a picture of himself standing next to a a, a mural in Buffalo of himself and just said clone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, th- this is peak, like, you, you know, this is peak, like, nuthouse stuff. If you're buying into this one, you probably need to yeah. find something else to do. At a fake there waving and firing up the crowd? Right. No, no. I'm not. I'm not, no. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that one at all. No, I, you can't be buying that one. They're not doing that. So not even Bob will wear the tinfoil. No, God, no. That's just dumb. I believe it was probably a bad year for most NFL analysts who were tasked with making their Super Bowl picks before the season starts. But this one is just great, courtesy of uh, TotalProSports.com and uh, and Freezing Cold Takes. They went back and looked at the NFL Network's NFL game day show for their Super Bowl picks. Not good. There's only one that even has a team still around. Six... Six people on this show made picks. That's right. One person has one team remaining. Correct. Of these six. So 12, you 12, know, picks. 12 teams, whatever. There's one of 12. One. Yes. And that could be over and as soon as Sunday. All of them, Rich Eisen, Steve Mariucci, Kurt Warner, Michael Irvin, Cynthia Freeland, and Rachel Bonetta, mm-hmm. all picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl. All of them. Straight ticket. All out. Right. 
Eisen had Bucks. Yeah, he had Buffalo beating Tampa in the Super Bowl. Warner had Rams. Irvin had Cowboys. Gone. Freeland, Packers. Gone. Bonetta, Rams. Yeah. Steve Mariucci. San Francisco. That's right. So he's still in. Yeah. <laughs> but he had him losing to the uh, to the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. And there are probably many people who missed. That's a pretty bad miss. That's a huge miss. <laughs> your right entire, there. one of your flagship shows. Mm-hmm. The entire crew missed, missed badly. Everybody had Buffalo winning. I told you the script was there for Buffalo to win it. They just need a quarterback that can play big and big games. So they NFL, don't have that guy. NFL Network got the script. It was not followed at the end. No. Ofer for that show. I think when you're looking at preseason predictions, right, people get caught up in the hype. We did not. We told you from March 17th to not get caught up in the hype of any other team that's out there right now or the negative energy that's being pushed towards Kansas City. Yet everybody's a prisoner of the moment at times on these national shows, and for whatever reason, they've been trying to push the narrative of Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo since basically the end of last season when the Chiefs beat them with 13 seconds left to go in the game or led to them beating them with 13 seconds left to go in the game. We've changed rules for Buffalo how many times now to try to give them the easiest path and easiest route to the postseason. Buffalo still hasn't been able to take advantage of it, but we've been trying, and they're going to come out next year, and they're going to be the number one team, and everybody's going to talk about Buffalo and how great the Buffalo Bills are. They don't have a quarterback that knows how to win the big game. Until you have a quarterback that knows how to win a big game, you don't stand a chance to win the Super Bowl. Going into next season, if you are picking anybody other than Kansas City or Cincinnati to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, you're probably doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely doing it wrong. Because right now in the AFC, and it could change if, you know, um, your guy from Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, goes to the Jets or. People are going to fall in love with the Raiders when they have Tom Brady and it's AARP day at at that stadium and they're passing out free, you know, Frosties at Wendy's. So, like, people are going to fall in love with that kind of nonsense. They can't help themselves. But if you're picking anybody, and I'll say it right now, going into next season on March 17th, if you are picking anybody other than the Chiefs or the Bengals, just based on the quarterback – You're doing it wrong. No other quarterback right now in the AFC, in my opinion, has proven that they can win the big game other than Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow because they have both won it. They have both won the big game. Josh Allen's been to some big games, doesn't win them. Doesn't win them. And I know it's a team sport, but it's all about that quarterback and the leadership qualities and the toughness and the grit and the coolness of your quarterback. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes have separated themselves from the entire pack. There is not another quarterback out there right now that I'm willing to say can win the big game because they can't in the AFC. NFC, I don't care about. Speaking of the Bills, their GM's a little salty, it appears. I'm telling you what, does he want a frosty with his side of salty Wendy's fries? Brandon Bean is the general manager of the uh, the, the Buffalo Bills. This comes via SI.com. Do we have that audio? Yes, we do. Brandon Bean. Says, yeah, the Bengals are good and all, but, you know, know, they're they're taking advantage of things. They right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract. And, you know, they had some lean years 
and without getting too much into their build and you know I don't want to I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase like he's a heck of a talent I'd love to have him but you got to you got to go through some lean years to do, to do that and you know they you know they were able to get Burrow one and I don't remember where Chase was drafted but it was pretty high like and those guys are on their rookie deals we're paying Stefan Diggs pretty hefty number we're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number so there is the constraints of the cap um, but they have a they have a really good team and they got some good young players we're going to try to get as many good players as we can through the draft and through you know free agency yeah well they suck to get their guys (laughs) I don't want to do that what what shade they have the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract. You had that too. You had that too, and you didn't do anything, right? Uh, the Chiefs win. had it, took advantage of it. Now they don't have it anymore and are still in the AFC Championship yeah, They're still doing game. just fine. I mean, he he wants to talk about the the level of suckitude. Like, just, almost like they didn't do it the right way. I mean, right. they got bad, right. and then they got good by, I don't know, drafting well. Go look at the that's Buffalo a, that's, Bills. That's a terrible way to go about it, Bob. I mean, you were bad and then drafted well. Shame on you. <laughs> uh, he's jealous because he's not a good drafter, clearly. I mean, he, he he did trade his Patrick Mahomes to the Chiefs for all intents and purposes. Ah. But you start to look at what Buffalo has done. They have sucked, Josh, from basically the year 2000 to basically, I guess you could say probably about 2017 or so when Sean McDermott came in and they they made the postseason, they lost their, their wild card game, bounced back in 2018, didn't make it to the postseason. And now they've been in the playoffs, you know, four straight years. But from like 2000 to 2016, the Buffalo Bills were in third place out of four most of the time fourth place out of fifth some of the time, and very rarely did they not finish second to last in the AFC East or last in the AFC East. So they had many a year of sucking where they could have accomplished some stuff and weren't able to do so. And for him to sit there and go, well, they're taking advantage of a a rookie quarterback. Yeah, teams have taken advantage of those rookie quarterback contracts. No question about it. But eventually those rookie quarterback contracts come and go and you have to find sustainability I think the Bengals are going to find some of that sustainability. Look, the Kansas City Chiefs found that sustainability. And you know what? Maybe you paid the wrong quarterback. I'm starting to think maybe Josh Allen just isn't a big game quarterback that can lead a franchise. Mm, I don't know. I, I think he I think he will crack through, but he hasn't yet. He you hasn't yet. You can't anoint him until he till he does. But like you look at Josh Allen. Well, I think he's a I think he's a very good quarterback, but he's Again, but, he hasn't won anything. But he may be a guy, too, though, Josh, where you need to surround him with players to make him better. He may be like an Alex Smith type. And not a Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Type. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he. I don't think he, he'll be looked at as the guy that can't get you over the hump. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. We'll see. He hasn't. Got, he hasn't been there yet. No. But do you need to surround quarterbacks with good players? I think you do. I think I, I'm just never going to apologize for doing that. There's no bonus points from you or putting crappy players around a quarterback and making it work. There's mm-hmm. like have that's they, not the smart way to do but it. It's not. But have you they done I mean? a good enough job of that up in in Buffalo of surrounding him with great players? I mean, they went and got a gentleman that was retired this year to play wide receiver. <laughs> well, for their third or fourth wide receiver, he was an I impactful think, player. I though. think I think Diggs and Davis are are solid enough. Their tight end's good. Their their running backs have been okay. I think I got enough pieces around there. I just don't know why he's so salty about like they they're doing it the way you're supposed to. If right. you're bad, draft better, get better. Just that's because you didn't take advantage and of that's it. What, that's what they're doing. I don't know. He almost he almost has a an, an attitude about it like that was wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, oh, well, I mean, you know, this is the way they did it. I don't want to suck that bad. Well, what would you rather do, suck really bad and get a couple of good players and then take off? Or would you rather meander around in the divisional round of the playoffs and lose everything? I, I don't wanna, know. You don't want to suck really bad, but you have to then do really well and keep doing really right. well. Right. I know? mean, that's why we're living here in Brett Veach Town because, I mean, we, we could start to make that excuse here. Well, we don't have the, you know, we have the, we don't have the luxury of doing this right, anymore because we have, we have the to pay the quarterback. We got the quarterback but on But Brett Veach just continues deal. to draft guys and find guys and to find players that perfectly fit this system and what this organization's trying to do. So he's it's kind of an indictment of himself as the general manager of that franchise. Maybe you're not doing a good enough job drafting and getting the players that are necessary to help your team be successful. Don't blame the quarterback contract. That's that's Jets sour grapes right there. Well, you know how they got Jamar Chase? They drafted really high. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They you're did. right. They and they and they and, and they, they hit him. on their picks. You got to hit on your picks. You couldn't draft really high and had to go trade for Stephon Diggs, which right. you should have. That's smart. It was, it was a smart good move. move. Good, good move. move. Really good move. That but, doesn't it sound like to you he's crapping on the way they've done it? Oh, it sounds like he's just crapping on everything because yeah. he's so mad. And, and I don't blame him. I would be mad as well if I continued to lose in the postseason every year. I like beer. I like places that will experiment a little with their beer. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's asking for this. I don't either. This is disgusting. That's a firm no. A million percent no, right? Modest Brewing, or Modest, I don't know. I've never had this one, in Minneapolis. has come out with a new beer around the playoff time. They partnered up with Hormel (laughs) for a limited run of chili cheese brew. Beer brewed with powdered cheese and a variety of chili spices. A chili cheese beer. And it looks like a, like a light pilsner, too. It doesn't look bad. No, it looks like a nice, delicious, like, thirst-quenching beer. But if you tell me what's in it, I don't know that I want, like, a Hormel chili in my beer. No, but that's what it is. The chili cheese brew or the cheese in my beer. Like I like a nice beer cheese. I don't like a cheese beer. Yeah. I have you, you've tasted beers that are weird, right? Like, yeah. you, like there, some I'll, I'll give you credit for trying it. But right. Some are just, you're just like, no, that's not a good idea. There this was is not a good idea. <laughs> there was a time we went to the Samuel Adams brewery up in Boston and they're like, we only have this beer released in the brewery. You know, one of those brewery only specials like, all right, cool. They say it tastes like a porterhouse steak. And I'm like, all right, I like steak. I like beer. A porterhouse steak flavored beer may be something that sounds pretty good. It tasted like you were drinking a steak. And it just was not something that any of us wanted. It was gross. And they only had it in the brewery. I don't know that I could do a beer, cheese, chili flavored beer. If you just poured me the beer, didn't tell me what it was, maybe. But I can't get past the can. Right. And then I can't get past the promotional material they have with it, which is a bowl of cheese with hormel chili. Yeah. Ugh. Which looks great to dip your dip your chip in. But not to drink. To not like consume in a glass. Right. I'm out. 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 I'm out. out. Thousand percent out. Okay. Not even a question. All right. Uh it is tough to get this late in a season and still be playing football. That's part of these stories is real. Next. Fesco in the morning. 
Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We're living here in Brett Feeds Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out at Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ties making plays. We need more parades. And we're living here in Breadfeach Town. Living here in Breadfeach. You request the music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Tag your name so you get the credit. This has got the potential, buddy. Multiple, multiple, multiple requests on the text line. Too many to name. Brett Beachtown, the original, right here on Fesco in the morning. Yeah, you got to get a little bit of the original one, especially since uh, I think Melissa Etheridge may be releasing a new Chiefs song today. It won't be Ugh. better than that. Ugh. Right? It will not be better than that. No. It will not be better than that. Here's some of what Etheridge has released over the years. I got my friends and family all blowing up my phone. My kids think I've gone crazy as I'm running around my home. Well, I heard Dan Patrick wanted me to call into his show. Well, the Chiefs must have won the AFC and we're headed to the Super Bowl. Okay. And then she tried it again. Was it the chocolate milk one? Is that- 2020 was hard. 2020 was strange. Is this Adam Sandler? Well, the Chiefs were the champs. And then everything changed. Launch Lady Land. Sloppy Joe. Lobby, lobby Joe. Well, my heart grew heavy. Days were fearful and... I don't know. <laughs> so, There's um, another one, apparently? Apparently, okay. there may be another may, one. If we get it, let's see when where we, we get it, this one. We'll break it to you, because I, I hate it, and yet I can't stop it. Oh. Bad, bad, bad. I mean, Brett Veach Town is so much better than anything yeah. Etheridge has yeah, rolled out. Is. I'd like to thank the NFL, especially my Chiefs. Yeah, you gave me something to smile about. You saved my sanity. Oh, I didn't know she was going to rhyme there with Chiefs. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Sanity does not really rhyme with Chiefs. No. No. You can make anything rhyme, though, right? Sure. Parades. Parades. Yeah. Rhymes with yeah. air raid. Sure. sure. And Pat's throwing their raid. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get that to you as it becomes available. As it becomes available. <laughs> 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 All right, time for a little storytelling with Dan because we're in the AFC Championship game, people. Mahomes looks to throw it, pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. These stories. 
is real. Focus and finish. With Dan Israel. That game will forever stick in me. The longest tenured member of the Chiefs radio network. Brought to you by Physician Aesthetic Specialists. Getting to this point of the year and still be playing football is pretty special. For me, you know, it's always the, the first of these moments, the first divisional game, the first divisional win, the, the, the first AFC championship. In 1993 was exciting because I started in 90 and we built every year. 91 got a little better, 92 got, then Joe comes and we go to the AFC championship. It just felt like it was destiny. And uh, to go up there and then, of course, get there, there was a moment in that game where you really felt like the Chiefs were going to dominate this. And then we had the drop by Kimball Anders, and, and of course, Joe gets knocked out of that game. You could just kind of feel it slipping away. But again, I thought those moments would come back. Like I thought, I thought we'd do. I think we, I think there was a game in there where we played the Chargers, maybe '94, and we literally got shut out. It was like, whoa, what ju- what just happened? It, it probably should have been a precursor or some kind of, you know, should have given me an inkling that the playoffs are going to be tougher than what I think. But I really thought we'd be back in in '94, '5, or '6, and get to that game, and to, for it not to happen until 2018 was pretty astounding. But it was, without a doubt, in 2018, hosting that game, it was a magical moment. As I said, you know, it, that AFC Championship and the Super Bowl really take on a, a height and an intensity that the other playoffs don't, even though they are very intense. This was something new, and to do it in our building and to go to the pre-production meetings uh, the week prior and have 100 people in that room and us talking about, okay, if... The Chiefs win, we'll set the stage up here, and this is what's going to happen. If the Chiefs don't win, then we'll set the stage up over in the in the visiting locker room, and, the, and players will be ushered. Just the logistics behind uh, that game in our building were incredibly uh, – it, it just for me, it was a kind of a, a magical moment. Hard to believe it took that long to get there, but uh, – and then to, to be able to do that four years in a row is, is something just phenomenal. That's good that you can – be in those meetings i wouldn't want to hear the hypotheticals of of it all <laughs> yeah if you're superstitious you do not because everything's planned out they have to plan it mm-hmm. out and and it's it's you know it's uh it's both exciting and depressing at the same time right because you you can envision the chiefs win and you can envision the chiefs loss and but to hear them talking about you know okay if the losing team cameras four five and six you all shoot the losing the sad faces and then cameras one two and nine you'll shoot the happy guys and it's a little surreal about how this whole whole thing gets put together but uh for me it was just and that was a cold game as well uh at arrowhead i remember really vividly the uh, uh the temperature was expected to be single digits that day and and for kansas city of course that's cold and there was an issue with the credentialing, and because this was the first time it had happened in Arrowhead Stadium, nobody really knew what to do, right? So I was supposed to go down on the sidelines, and I was supposed to interview players. If the Chiefs won, they'd set up the uh, trophy ceremony, the stand that everybody would be on. They'd set that up on the field, and then they would draw a, a perimeter around there with security that only players and qualified people were to be inside. Well, that took an, a vest and an armband, and the NFL just literally ran out of them. They didn't have enough. So the head of NFL broadcasting, Michael North, decided, well, all right, let me just do this. Let me take you to the head of, of engineering, and we'll set that up so that you can get in even without the vest. 
And the guy took one look at me and said, ah, piece of cake. You look like Pete Carroll. I'll remember you. And so I get into the this, you know, I mean, this highly re- like restricted area. I walk up to there. I'm thinking the whole game long. I'm thinking this better go this well. Not gonna work. <laughs> this yeah. better go not well. I walked right up and he goes, hey, Pete, come on in. So I went in. So Pete Carroll was actually at the first or the second, I guess, AFC championship That's awesome. game. The one where they went to the to the big game. Yeah. I Congratulations there. to Pete. There's there. Dan, striking resemblance to one Pete Carroll. Mistaken for him all the time. And sometimes it works for him. Absolutely it does. And now. Especially in the NFL, right? It is. It is great to hear from like Dana and Dan and Mitch. Because it does put perspective on how long it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And the weight was. And now we kind of take it for granted. Yeah, five in a row, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even remember how many how many it is now. I had to look the other day. I'm like, is it four? Is it five? Five. No, no, last year, five. Last year was four because that was that was the record, and now they've just extended it. And that, it's now five. Mm-hmm. Five years in a row. This game is in Kansas City. It's insane. All you have to do is say how many years has Patrick Mahomes been the starting quarterback, and that's your answer. <laughs> well, that's even starting. You started to use fingers to do that yeah, now too. Yep, so yep, yeah. But yeah, no, he's yeah five years as a starting quarterback, five AFC championship games. Let's get another Super Bowl. That'd be nice. That would be nice. That is these stories is real. Brought to you by Physician Aesthetics Specialists. Uh, the Royals made another trade yesterday, as we discussed on the show yesterday before it went down. Right. That if this was the next one to drop, I was very good with it, and and it happened. Alberto Mondesi is sent to the to the Boston Red Sox. I felt like a, a freeing deal. For everybody. Like for everybody, whatever, including the player. Yeah. Whatever you get back is whatever. I'm tired of the wait, and I'm tired of the what-ifs. And I think this frees the Royals from the, well, what-if, mm-hmm. and saving the spot and doing everything that they've done over the years. Again, he was on the 2015 roster. Right. He's starting to get old, too. Right? Yeah. So this has been a while now, and nothing has materialized right. of any substance. And... I don't need to have them handcuffed by this anymore. So the fact that they moved him on, and I don't care what you get back, you end up getting a pitcher back. Who should be a, a reliever. Fairly be, big part of the should team. Be a, issue, should right? be a decent reliever. Was was yeah. injured at the start of the year, but pitched well at the end of the year when he was back. Yep. Okay, great. But it's not even like about that. It's about undoing yourself from the weight that was Alberto Montes. Yeah, as we talked about, free your mind and the rest will follow, right? I mean, and I think that's what the Royals did this week with Michael A. Taylor being traded and with Alberto Montes being traded. It now frees up the organization to see what you have in Kyle Isbell in center field, to see what you have in Drew Waters potentially in center field. But also it gives you the opportunity now to give the uh, the starting shortstop job to Bobby Wood Jr. and let him play 162 to see if he can be an elite shortstop at the big league level, both offensively and defensively, because you're going to have to make a decision on Bobby Wood Jr. soon, right? I mean, no no secret. It's probably going to take a lot of money to keep him here. Well, you got to make sure that that's the right guy that you want to invest that money in and make sure that that's the guy that you, you want to pay. So you have to get a true, legit look at what he can do with that shortstop position at the big league level. So I'm excited from that standpoint. I'm also excited that you've taken away players on the roster, both Mondi and Michael A. Taylor, Josh, 
that are going to be free agents after this season. And you got something back in return already for Mm -hmm. them. You didn't go into the year with these expiring contracts, hoping to flip them at the trade deadline because you fell in love with your own players. And God forbid we trade our own guys. I love the aggressiveness that J.J. Piccolo has shown. And I've said all along, he's going to be completely different than Dayton Moore. Now, there will be some some things that are similar. I mean, he, he, he Dayton Moore was his college baseball coach, so, I mean, these guys go way back. But J.J. is his own guy. There's going to be things that are done completely different than we've seen here in the past. And I think we're already starting to see that. Just talking with some folks, you know, on social media yesterday, people sending me messages about these these trades. They're like, I, I kind of like this direction. I like the fact that we're being quote-unquote aggressive. I said, yeah, I like the fact that we're clearing guys away that we know aren't going to be part of the future. And I like the fact that we're not saddling a new manager with the Alberto Mondesi experiment again, because quite honestly, that sucked for um, for Mike Matheny. It sucked for everybody in the organization to have to have this cloud hanging over you of Mondi. You start the season, he plays 15 games, he's hurt. The year prior to that, it's the last spring training game the guy's out for the year. So, I mean, like every year, this organization has been held back by hoping that Mondesi may be a part of something. Now we don't have to worry about that. The next thing that I think is going to happen, and I saw a tweet from Annie Rogers about this. They're, they're in, in talks with Zach Ranke, and they hope to have that materialize. I think that's a great idea to bring Zach Ranke back for at least one more year here in Kansas City because that dude can still pitch. He was really good last year for this organization. And I know a lot of people kind of you know checked out of, of the Royals once they started losing and you realize you couldn't get the games on TV and whatnot. So a lot of people checked out. He was really good for the Royals last year. And what I want to see, Josh, and, and this is kind of selfish Bob here for a second, I want to see Zach Greinke finish his career here and then go into Cooperstown with that KC on his cap. And, you know, Scott Rowland went into the Hall of Fame yesterday. Whether you think he's a Hall of Famer or not, I I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say Hall of Famer. I say Hall of Very Good. Very I'm sure nice, you can make right? the case with stats and what have you that he that he's in. I Sometimes he's like, if you say the name... I feel like I can, yeah, I can have a feel like Hall of Famer. Right. I didn't think Scott Rollins. Congratulations! I didn't, right? I didn't realize he was that close. I didn't either. I had no idea. So he he's played with the Phillies. He's played with the Cardinals, and 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 so which hat is he going to wear in the Hall of Fame? That's that's what's unique about baseball. Football, you don't wear anything. You don't go in as somebody into the Hall of Fame for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Your bust goes in, and they list all the teams you played for. In baseball, you don the cap. We have one guy in Cooperstown that wears KC on his cap, and that's George Brett, right? Obviously the greatest Royal of all time. So what I'm looking at here from a selfish perspective, Zach Ranke pitches one more year. When he's done, he's going to have more years and innings and everything pitched with Kansas City than every other franchise. We're bound to get ourselves another Hall of Famer, and that's going to be really, really cool because other than Salvi, I don't see that next guy that could potentially go into Cooper said, hell, the last time we had somebody go in was 1999. So here we are. So I think bringing Zach Ranke's back, he's a, he is a great mentor. He's a really, really good effective pitcher at this point in time. And we have the opportunity to maybe see our second Royal go into the Hall of Fame. And we need another KC cap in there. All things championship weekend. We chat with DA of CBS Sports Radio next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.